everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Uh, today is going to be a little special. As you can hear, uh, I am still, I'm in my new studio, so to say, but it's not soundproofed yet, but you can definitely hear that. I can hear it myself, and it sounds like I'm in some sort of bathroom. Maybe I am in a bathroom. Maybe I'm coming to you live from a very special private place in my heart and in my pants. Uh, guys, so what a week. What a week. Um, I'm really glad that I'm able to do a fresh episode this week. It's a bit lucky, kind of like last week in the way that uh, circumstances just happened in a way that I had no control over, uh, which made it really easy to show up and be at home. Um, basically, you know, as I've talked about before, I'm doing this movie right now, and um, it just so happened that they didn't have anything for my position today which ended up being really helpful uh, because there was a lot of things to do. Today has been like one of the busiest days that I've had just being at home in a very long time. Um, But anybody who listens to this will understand that completely because there's been so much going on with moving into this new place. Uh, Of course, being gone a lot of the time for the movie when I am on set. And then other jobs, which I'm going to talk about and other little things going on. Plus... Next Sunday, we are leaving for America, baby. We're leaving for America! Um, you know, whenever I think of, like, the most American thing in the world, it's this song, um, Well, I'm proud to be an American, where do you stand? Oh, I'm free. He knows more words. And I won't forget the man who died and gave that right to me. So we're proud to stand up next to you and defend her still today. How does he know all of the lyrics? Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. That has been in my head, ingrained in my head since I was a very young child. There's a few songs like that that I don't know where they came from or how they spawned so deeply. Maybe it's because I was a 9-11 kid. Like maybe because I was actually at the perfect age in America to greatly remember the tragedy of 9-11. And then from the end of 2001 until like 2006 or 7, everything was hyper patriotic. Uh, it was really crazy. Uh, I should mention for those listening to this that I am uh, once again currently live on TikTok, so I will be occasionally answering some messages on here. Uh, if I get a little sporadic and distracted, that's why. Um, but yeah, we're going to go to America on Sunday. I'm very excited about that. It's been a long time. It's been too long. <clears throat> I guess it's been about a year, but it feels longer right now. We've had so much going on. Uh, Samuel, how are you? I'm good. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy to be giving a new episode and to be available. I've been really productive today, which I think is really good for my psyche because it gets my brain juices rolling. It gets my body physical. Like there's so many things to take care of, like taking turpentine and scrubbing a floor to get paint flakes off of tile which is something that I just like never do and then getting a mop and getting this cleaning it like actually mopping floors and then going to the store and getting a shovel and then going to uh, because of all the dead bodies I've buried in my new backyard and then going to um, 
the post office and then going to pick up a, a car part from this friend and dropping off uh, paddles to this friend and just like driving around all day, hustling and bustling, and then coming right back here to hop directly onto the mic and talk about uh, a few things. So you can hear I'm, I'm, I'm happening. I'm excited. Uh, so to answer your question, I'm good. How are you? Uh, a lonely soul says, I see two weathers in you. Weather on your head. Oh, <laughs> okay, now I get it. Uh, lonely soul says, I see two weathers on you. Weather one on your head, like winter on your head, and summer t-shirt. That's fair. Uh, I am in a basement studio, so it's kind of chilly, but I forgot to bring a jacket down here. So I am in a t-shirt. I'm in my Drew Danbury t-shirt. Shout out to Drew Danbury. He's a musician uh, and a friend now, but a musician that I've been a fan of since I was 16 years old. I bought this shirt in person. Yeah, I bought it at a concert when he came through my hometown in Mississippi. Uh, and uh, now I follow him on Instagram. So shout out, Drew. Uh, guys, we are already at a thousand likes. That's so nice. Thanks for being here. Thanks for everyone who's in the chat. Um, you know, I'm just doing my podcast today. We got some things to talk about. If you guys want to jump in at any time, you're welcome to. Otherwise, I've got some things written down here that I'm going to talk about. Uh, Ala says... Hi to my favorite German teacher. I got to break it down to you. Or I have to break it to you. If I am your favorite German teacher, you're not learning German. You will fail your tests. If I am your favorite German teacher, you are failing. Uh, Lonely Soul says, I hope you don't get cold. German weather's unbelievable. I love the color of your hat. Thank you very much. That's very sweet. Um, This is one of my oldest beanies. Um, If you guys watch my videos, I haven't worn it in a while, actually. I've been wearing my green one almost every day for a long time. That was a gift that I got, I think, for my birthday or Christmas, and I wear it all the time. But this orange one is probably one of my oldest, and it's very worn in. It's very cozy. It doesn't have a lot of uh, elasticity left in it. It's very loose, but it's very comfortable. Uh, Firo sang my favorite collection of words, moin moin. Mm, gross, gross, but I'll take it. Um, let's see here. Oh, Alice says, I'm already failing. Yeah, I was going to say, if I'm your German teacher, then you have already failed. So, uh, Lena, here in Germany, the sun shines. Um, yeah, actually, I mean, earlier the sun was shining. I am currently in a basement, so I can't tell right now, but, um, uh, Last time I checked, it was nice outside today. Here's a good one. Clay says, did you struggle a lot in learning German? Did I struggle a lot in learning German? Uh, The answer to that is a resounding yes. Um, You know, I have a different relationship to the German language than I did even just a year ago. Like, I've always had a different... Every year, there's a different relationship I have to the German language. And I think now it's almost like when somebody, hmm, it's almost like this roommate that moves into your house in the first year, you, you know, you're really struggling to live with them. They are really complicated. They make choices that you don't understand. Uh, you can't predict their movements. There's no routine in what they do. 
Uh, sometimes there's like the cleanest kitchen you've ever seen in your life and then the next day everything is on fire and you just can't really predict what to do, but you can't kick them out. You know, you got to live with them. Um, but then let's say the next year goes on and maybe they accidentally leave like a little itinerary of what they're going to do that day. And that happens like a few days a month, you know. So for those few days a month in that year, you understand a little more about what they're going to do. You can predict a little more about how to protect yourself when they're going to be in a place that you're not sure about or how to fit in or blend in with this roommate when you need to, when you want to uh, try and be friends with them and get along with them because you're good people and you both mean well, you know, and then it, it develops this way. It, it's kind of like a strange, troublesome roommate. And right now I'm at a place with it where um, I definitely... I mean, if we're just using that same metaphor, I definitely understand what they're doing every day. Um, or I know what they're doing every day. I just don't always understand why, but I've accepted it and we get along. So um, German is a difficult language. It's It can be scary. Um, it can be overwhelming. There's so many different dialects that, you know, you go to different places in Germany and they speak words that you don't even hear in your classes. And uh, it's scary and strange and some people are not willing to be patient with you or to to give you the space you might need in order to learn it. But some people are. And in fact, there's more people like that than there aren't people like that. So um, yeah, man, that was a very long-winded answer. I'm sorry. That was a really long answer, but it is a podcast after all. Um, the question was uh, in the end, did you struggle a lot in learning German? Yes, for sure. I'm not going to lie and say it was easy peasy. Yeah, I struggled. Um, and I still struggle with it. I'm not fluent. I'm not 100% fluent. I just, there are words that I enjoy and expressions I enjoy and things about the culture that I think are funny or interesting that I exploit or that I like to show on my videos. Um but yeah, of course. I mean, I had to do a lot of things in town today, and I had to speak a lot of German. And it's always a gamble. I'm always a little scared that they're not going to get it. And I heard myself say a mistake today. I was at the post office, and I said something. I tried to say the word chicken, which is which sounds like chicken. But I tried to say chicken, which uh, for those who know means to send. Um, but I accidentally said schenken, which is to gift. Uh, and they gave me a strange look. And I was like, uh, you know, like, chicken. They were like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hope, you know. Anyway, yeah, it's always it's always a battle. But you get you have good days and bad days. Uh, let's see here. I am learning German and your videos are amazing, especially the Doch one. Thank you very much, Lonely Soul. You're full of nice compliments today about the hat and about the German. So I appreciate that. Um, the, the Doch video... So, I mean, I have some listeners of this podcast who don't have Instagram, and uh, for those who don't know, maybe a couple months ago, I had this video. So, I've covered doch, which is my favorite German word. Um, I'm thinking of making it like my merch brand, like doch is like the brand. Um, I did a video about it maybe two years ago, and it did okay. Um, you know, maybe the humor wasn't right or something, but it did okay, and I thought, mm, I could do better. And then my followers grew a bit more. I got somewhere in like the 50, 60,000 range. And I thought, you know what? There's so many more people that I have here now that have never seen that video, probably. 
Because, I mean, how often do you go back into people's pages? You know, I don't do that so often with a lot of... I do it with like a few YouTubers, but that's different. It's longer content. Anyway, so I thought it's time to do a new one. And I basically uh, made this fresh doc video that I thought was funnier. It's a bit more fast-paced. It's a bit sharper, a bit you know, a little more up to date about my kind of humor and what viewers of my stuff want to see, I think. And then I did it and it blew up. Oh my God, it blew up. It did so well. It's like 4 million views or something. It's crazy. I did not expect that. That did not, I didn't expect that at all. I mean, of all the videos to get 4 million views and to shoot my followers up from like, I don't know, 60K to 80 or 90, whatever, like, pfft, no way. No way would I have predicted that. And what's interesting is what one video does super well on TikTok, a totally different video does very well on Instagram. So it's like completely different you have no idea. You have no idea what's going to work. It's all very lucky. So I'm glad you liked that video. Uh, I'm very happy with the doch video, and I'm very thankful for everyone who watches my stuff. Uh, let's see. They say your German accent is awesome. Thank you. Um, I worry sometimes if Germans are going to get a little upset by that, but so far every German has found... Or no, you. I think you mean when I speak German. Uh, that's very kind of you to say. Thank you. Um, Dana, hello from Berlin, from Berlin, hello from Berlin, uh, let's see here, Clay says, I have been going to German lessons for over two years, I'm still not an adult, and school is already, school is already what, it's already hard, school is already tough, yeah, two years, I had someone make a comment the other day on one of my posts, um, saying that they, it was so specific. They were like, I've been studying German. No, it was on Instagram stories. I did uh, a questions, uh, like a, you know, where you can like set up a prompt and you can ask a question. And I said something like, hey, what's going on? And someone uh, sent back, I've been studying German for 289 days. Uh, when did you become uh, confident in your language learning? And I was like, 289 days, if you're being that specific, you're already German. So they win, you know. Uh, let's see here. TNT says, how long did it take for you to feel at home? And how long did it take for you to feel at home in Deutschland? Um, probably three years. Yeah. I mean, in my last episode of this podcast, I actually talked about that a little bit, just in terms of... Um, like feeling actually at home in your house. I had a, uh, I won't go into it now because you can just listen to the previous episode, but I, I had an apartment that I lived with, um, uh, I lived in with this roommate when I first came here. It was like a few months and it was weird and we didn't get along and, it, and I was struggling a lot. I didn't have any friends. I wasn't playing concerts yet. I didn't have any followers or anything. I was just like this nobody guy. And uh, then moved into uh, another place and this really felt cozy this started to feel really good and then I started playing concerts and it was like 2017 uh, I was touring all around Germany I played the Reeperbahn festival I played the Wadenschlick festival I played the Pulse open air festival 
my band, we were in the van every weekend playing big shows. We had concert releases. We had album releases at the Mila. We were supporting for big acts. And I was coming home to a, an apartment that I liked. And although I struggled with the language, I was having a lot of fun. Uh, so probably like three years or so. And only in Munich. When I go somewhere else, I still feel like a total tourist, you know. But in Munich, I kind of feel like, oh, I get it now. I, I, I kind of get it now. Uh, let's see. Khan says, it's their first time here from Pakistan. From Pakistan. Mr. Khan, well, welcome. Uh, welcome from Pakistan. Um, I wonder what, I don't know if you're in Munich as well, or if you're in a different part of Germany, but welcome. Um, Le Terreau Rouge says, I, you know, I'm already struggling to learn German. I'm not going to be good saying French things. Sorry, but Le Terreau Rouge says hello from West Germany. Um, Firo, have you ever tried your hand at low German? Oh, oh, someone's got jokes. For those who don't know, like the pure book learning version of German that you get uh, in school is called High German, Hochdeutsch. So have you ever tried your hand at low German? If by low German you mean uh, Bayerisch, then uh, no. <laughs> Uh, Clay says, when I was in Bavaria, I couldn't understand a lot of things. Uh, made me unmotivated. Yeah, I mean, the dialects are crazy here. It's really, really difficult. La Terreur Rouge says, are there specific areas where you struggle more with the dialect? Um, let's see here. I think, um, I mean, it's in the south, you know. Bayerisch here in Munich is tough. It's tough and it's difficult. But the most difficult version of German for me to, uh, that I do not get at all, like I don't get anything, is really south in the mountains. Um, the, the region is called the Allgäu. The, like A-L-L-G-A with the umlaut and then U-Allgäu. And this region, you know, it's right on the Alps. Uh, it's near Austria. It's right there by Switzerland. It's... Um, it's very, there's villages there. They're very traditional villages. It's a lot of skiing, a lot of hiking, you know, wealthy elders living there. And it's just an absolutely impossible dialect to understand. It's absolutely impossible. Let's see here. Andrea, what's your favorite? American culinary culture or German? Oh, man. Oh, well, that's difficult, right? That's difficult because if you're saying like specifically German food, um, there is a lot of great German food, but it has like a genre and it's like one genre and that genre has a lot of great songs by a lot of great artists and of course there's differences, but German food is like a genre and I like that genre, I do, but if you're talking about like American culinary culture, that's like every other genre that has ever been made. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to compare. America, I mean, Germany has a lot of different um, food cultures and stuff in it also. It's not, the you know, America's not the only country that has food from everywhere. Germany has a lot of food from everywhere too. But if you're talking about like German food, like the specific of like food made by Germans for Germans, like this type of thing, it's one genre. And America culinary culture has like all this other stuff, like, Great Italian food and, and French food, of course, that's here in Germany too. But then you have like great sushi and you have like great Vietnamese food and uh, great Ethiopian food also in Germany. 
But like, it's just so much of like everything. And then at the end of the day, you can still go to uh, an American football game or a basketball game and get yourself some popcorn or a hot dog and a Coca-Cola or a nice cold Coors Light or PBR or whatever. You can get everything everywhere these days, but I think something about America's food culture, you know, I'm from there. What do you expect? Come on. Let's see. Dana Burns, what city are you in? I'm in Berlin. Well, Dana, I'm in Munich. I'm in München. Uh, let's see here. Hannah, you're so funny. Thanks, Hannah. You're from Hessen. I'm in Munich. Um, someone typed the word geil, which I did a video about yesterday. Um, for those, again, for some people who listen who don't follow my social media, um, geil is a really funny word because you can say it for cool. Like, ah, oh, geil. Like, oh, you're going to be, oh, you're going to come, you're going to come to the party. Oh, geil. That's cool. But uh, it also means horny. So do with that what you will. Uh, Blen says, I don't understand the Daddy Das. Uh, hey, welcome to the club, Home Fry, okay? Daddy Das uh, is ding dang dumb in my book. I mean, just pick one. And honestly, if it was just Daddy Das, uh, if it was only Daddy Das, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Then we've locked it into a little box and we can say now it is just Daddy Das and that's the way it's going to be and that's how I like it and uh, we can memorize things, right? We can memorize, okay, that's masculine, that's neutral, that's feminine, bada bing, bada boom, let's go. But then you have like Dane, Dame, Danin, Danim, Des. You have like a million other articles that change depending on the verb or the 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 subject or the tense or whatever, and it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Yeah, so I don't understand it either. <laughs> Uh, Simon, are you in Berlin? No, I am in Munich. Um, Majid, how do I perfect the congregation pattern? I think you mean conjugation patterns. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You're definitely asking the wrong guy, homie. Um, let's see here. Simon says, Geil. Careful now. Uh, Clay, me, after two years of German lessons and listening to Rammstein, I barely understand them. I mean, you know, honestly, Clay, if you're studying German and you're listening to Rammstein, you might as well just, they might as well just give you the residency or the visa or whatever you're going to try and get here because that's basically as German as it gets, okay? Just go eat some pretzels, eat some knödel, drink some Augustina Helles, you know, listen to Rammstein. You're German. Give the guy his visa. He's German. Okay. Had a germ. Uh, Elma, hello, how are you? I'm good. I feel on fire. Um, Oscar, greetings from Aurich Odsfries. Wait, I choked on that. Aurich Odsfriesland. That's not a real place. I'm just not, that's not a real place. TNT, do you find comfort at times? Within the expat community, hmm, I do and I don't. That's a great question. I never, ha actually, no one's ever asked me that question before, so thank you. I do and I don't, um, because there's like a, I don't know, there's like a type of person, there's like a type of uh, English-speaking person, sorry, let me fix that, 
there's a type of person that moves to a foreign country, let's just stick with Germany, and they search for the expat groups, and then they go to like expat coffee dates together or expat concerts or expat, I don't know, dinners or whatever, go to the bars together. And it's like a particular type of person. And either you really vibe with that person in the expat groups, either you really click and you're 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 getting along and you make a lot of friends. I know a lot of people who make a lot of friends and that's their groups and that's awesome. But if you're not like that type of person, if you're not exactly that type of person, then it doesn't really click. I hope I'm making sense here. Um, so of course, the expat communities and I can only speak for the ones in Munich, but of course there's a lot of lovely, lovely people, very kind people, sweet, interesting, you know, good people. But not all of them lasted like the test of time because I, as myself, changed over time and just found myself mostly with more German friends, but speaking English. So it's kind of twisted. I don't know. Uh, thanks. Let's see. Mick Silva. Thanks to your videos. I now survive in Potsdam. Amazing. Well, that's very sweet. Uh, if my videos are, are helping you survive in Potsdam, then it must be hell in Potsdam. It must be really hell. <laughs> my garbage videos. Oh, it just passed. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's see. Dana Burns, I've already lived abroad for 12 years and became a French citizen. Now I am Germany and need to learn German as my fourth language. Dana, quit rubbing salt on the wound of the dummies like myself and Clay, all right? Your fourth language. Get out of here. Get out of here. Gooby, gooby bones. <laughs> You gotta love a good username. You just do. I'm, not enough people appreciate a good username. Gooby Bones says, Howdy from Atlanta. Gooby, I've been listening to a lot of Outcast recently. So shout out to Atlanta. I also watched the new Donald Glover show, Swarm, on Prime. And my buddy Cody lives out in Atlanta, works in movies. So, hey, Cody. So, Atlanta, you're good. Uh, Lonely Soul, have you read what Mark Twain wrote about German language? That's super funny. No, I have not. Let's see what Mark Twain said about the German language. Mark Twain quote about German. Uh, wait. Now what? Oh, I, th I think he has a few different quotes, right? Wait, where's the one from, where's the one? Mark Twain wrote an essay entitled The Awful German Language about the struggles native English speakers have when learning German. That's incredible. Um, in German, a young lady, das Mädchen, has no sex. Right, okay. Right, okay, so he means like the gender of the word. Uh, sex-wise. Das Mädchen, das is neutral, right? So a young lady, das Mädchen has no sex, but a turnip, die Rube, I hate saying an R in German, die Rube does. Mark, American writer Mark Twain hit the nail on the head when he highlighted the peculiarities of the language. Um, that's spot on. Yeah, a young lady has no sex, but a turnip has. Yeah, 
That's German. I mean, that's just German in a nutshell, and it's insane. Hello from Bolivia, user 22872434139151. Get a username. Take note from Gooby Bones. Get a username. Uh, hello, Naomi. Sophia, hello. I come from Germany. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Kira, hello from Frankfurt am Main. Just moved to Germany from the States in January. Kira, that's fantastic. Uh, where are you from in the States? Let's see here. Have you ever heard the dialect of Swabian Jura? I don't think so. Clay says, I can speak six languages, and my God, German is so hard. Clay, I did feel bad for you. I thought we were the same. I thought we were the same. You and me, Clay, I thought we were a team. I thought you struggled with German and I struggle with German. <laughs> you speak six languages. Get out of here. Sympathy gone. Dana, I have to somehow teach myself German because I can't afford classes yet. Um, well, if you're going based off my videos, I hate to break it to you. You're probably getting dumber and you're probably going to fail. <laughs> classes can be so expensive. It can be ridiculous. Um, I mean, of course, there's apps, you know. I did a video partnership with Busu. I can recommend Busu. Babbel's very popular. I was never a big Duolingo guy. But it's hard. You know, you're relying completely on yourself with apps. And probably the best thing you can do, Dana, and this probably sucks. I mean, advice like this is so lame. Probably the best thing you can do is go on um, websites. I forgot what I, I can't think of the one I'm thinking of, but you are on social media. You can basically find Germans who will, uh, offer to speak with you. If you get them a coffee, they will have like an hour long chat with you in German and just correct you. Germans love to do that. Let's see here. Dana. Oh no, no. I said that already. Uh, Dimitri, is that microphone plugged into your phone? No, it's not. I wish it was. I wish it was. Um, when I do this, uh, TikTok live. I'm recording the video here and I'm using the video here for clips later with the audio for my podcast. The podcast is artsy fartsy immigrants. Uh, cause I'm an artsy fartsy guy. I do film, I do music. I've worked in TV, worked in theater, worked in all these departments. If you can really call college improv theater, um, it's basically a gray area there, but, um, artsy fartsy and I'm also an immigrant and sometimes I interview people who have a similar story to me someone who moved abroad lives in a different country works in tv radio film music writers directors so it's not plugged in but you hear it if you hear the podcast or if you watch the clip later uh the good life tattoos says great german food is döner that's funny right I mean great german food is döner because it's not really German food. Germans kind of, Germans kind of took, you know? I love that. Like, the like, oh man, the best German food is Turkish döner, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love that. Uh, Junia Questions, that's a cool name, Junia Questions, says, hello from Montana. Hey, hello, hello Montana. I think you might be the first person I've ever spoken to from or in Montana. Nice. That's cool. Um, Nada Bana says, tips for starting German consistently if not, uh, if I'm not living there. 
I mean, then it's super hard. If you're not living in Germany and you want to learn German for what the for the fun of it or for for somebody, that's much harder because it takes triple the work to to um it takes triple the work to discipline yourself to be consistent with learning it if there's no pressure of like, well, if I don't know it, then I can't go order food at this restaurant. You know what I mean? So, like I said before, apps finding Germans potentially that live where you live and talking with them, I mean, that would probably, if you find a German wherever you're living, Nada, if it's in the States, I'm guessing, I don't know. But if you find a German where you are, they will be head over heels to talk German with you. They'll they'll buy you a coffee just to do it. Uh, let's see here. Naomi, did you ever think about switching Bundesland? Uh, I think that means states, yes. Did I ever think about switching states? Wait, that's what that means, right? Yeah, you know, this is what I mean. Federal states, yes. That's what I mean about not being totally fluent. There's just words I never use. I never use Bundesland in my day-to-day. Um, have I ever thought about switching? No, not really. Beatrice Goth Blossom. Hey, if we're talking about cool usernames, Beatrice Goth Blossom just won. I want to see somebody top that. Beatrice Goth Blossom. That should be a band. No, Beatrice is like the band name. Or no, no, no. The band is Goth Blossom. Oh, oh. The band is Goth Blossom. The album, Beatrice. I love it. Beatrice Goth Blossom says, LOL, my professor says gender doesn't matter. Until it does, I won't tell you when that is. That's what your professor said? Is your German professor? What? JK Art. Hi, I'm from Lithuania. As I watched your video, I felt the struggle of speaking German language. At, like, I'm not sure if you mean this actual video that you're watching right now. If you see me talking in English and it makes you feel the struggle of speaking German, I am so sorry. Uh, Kellingott says, what certificate level do you take? I passed my official B1, the B1. I had to pass that for my visa, so that's the official level that I am at. There's a B2, there's C1, and there's total fluency C2. I have a few friends who are at that perfect C2. You know, salud. Um, yes, that's the same question. <laughs> I am German. Germany, give me my visa. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, it's shot down so far. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Man, I'm so behind on messages. Every time I touch the screen, it just shoots down like a thousand messages. Where am I? Where am I? Oh my gosh. Oh uh, yeah, Lithuania. There we go. There we go. Claudia, I'm half German. New father is German. I life. And I'm sorry, Claudia. I don't understand that message. Clay, I've been called German by the American German. I am truly Mr. Worldwide. Ich bin Deutscher. Congratulations, Clay. <laughs> uh, Dana, I know what expat type. When Yeah, she knows what I mean. When I moved to France, I had an iffy experience and so integrated with French people. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just, it's sometimes it's like that. Uh, let's see, polyglots, Beatrice Goth Blossom polyglots, all of these sounds, Beatrice Goth Blossom polyglots, that sounds like a lisp test for someone who has language disabilities, Beatrice Goth, Beatrice Goth Blossom polyglots, it sounds like a, like a, like a Kendrick, guys, it sounds like a Kendrick rap, 
Beatrice got floss and polyglots learn a lot of bottom and she's hanging out on the god bottom bikini bottom with Spongebob. You actually look hella German. I never would have guessed you're American. Thanks, Nada. God. Is that a compliment? Is that a compliment? Uh, Stephanie Gross, I used to make your coffee. Stephanie Gross. Used to make my coffee. Stephanie Gross. Where did you make... Hmm. Hmm. Stephanie Gross. That's going to stay in my head. He used to make my coffee. Where did, where was I regular at a place enough where you, where is, where, 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 how, where, anyway, uh, Alec Baldywind, <laughs> another great name, says best Gambino album. I mean, I I gotta go with Awaken My Love. I don't know what you feel about that one, but I mean, it's like the obvious answer, I guess. Uh, Las Uivas, your videos are 16 years late, but I enjoy them anyway. I don't know what that means, but I'm glad that you enjoy them. Someone whose name is Stars, Twinkle Twinkle says, hi, Jordan. Emily in Germany, how did you get to Munich? Hi from Freiburg. My husband and I cry laughing at your videos. Emily in Germany, that sounds like you're an American. I mean, Germany loves Jordan and Emily in Germany. Very similar names there. Nothing like Beatrice Goth Blossom Polyglot. You know, maybe we should become more original. Uh, how did you get to Munich? By plane. Uh, Lonely Soul says, yes, the awful German language. Ten pages, you will enjoy that. Clay, if we add Chen on the end of the verb, we get a cute version of it. Right. Yes, that's like Chen. Like, yeah, right. Like, here's my book, Chen, my little book. Uh, hi from Berlin, Lou, Leo, Leo, Lou. Hi, I study German and your German expressions really helped me. Then you are not learning German. I'm sorry, you are failing. If I help you at all, it's because you uh, are not learning German. Um, what do you think are the biggest differences between Berlin and Bavaria? Um, do you have two hours, Lou? Do you have hours to discuss that? Um... What do you think of the biggest differences? Um, the food, the clothing style, the dialects, the wealth gap, the hip culture, the bar scene, the music culture. I mean, it's like asking, I don't know. What's the biggest differences between... I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be mean to either one, but it's they're super different, of course. Uh, Amanda Gomez Arraez says, hello from a Brazilian in Munich. Well, hello, Amanda. Clay, don't worry. The six languages are my mother languages. Yeah, right. You don't have six parents. Dana, I'm originally from New York. What about you? What's up, Dana? I am from, well, I was born in Mississippi, but I tell, I say I'm from New Orleans because I lived there for many years and that was the place I left from when I came to Germany, so New Orleans. Let's see here, Emzo, I study Germanistic and German is hard. Uh, let's see, are you playing any shows in Wien this summer or somewhere nearby? Man, I mean, 
so for the record here, um, uh, on this podcast, I've talked a bit about, because I am an artsy fartsy immigrant. Obviously, there's things that I have to, um, you know, I play. If if you're just joining this live because of the videos, then you might not know that I have albums out of music. Um, I usually a tour a good bit during the year. Um, but just since the pandemic, it really fell flat. But I am currently working on uh, some new shows for later this year. And hopefully we will kick everything off uh, in Munich. So let's see. I will obviously be posting a lot about that. If that happens, I want to get some uh, tickets pre-ordered. And we're going to make some special deals for people. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So not yet, but hopefully soon. Anne, hi. I'm from Germany, but I love the States. Well, thanks, Anne. User 23589083236132. Ugh, get a cooler username. I'm an American living in Frankfurt. I wish Germans didn't speak English. I would learn way faster. Speak for yourself, user 23589083262132. Not everyone agrees, homie. Okay. Anyway, if Germans did speak English at all, I probably I don't know if I would have stayed. I don't know. I don't know. Be a lot harder. Well, 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 effing well. Welcome back to the live chat, Inge von Schneider. <sighs> Inge, Inge, Inge. She says, German is easy. I learned with one year old. Oh, Inge's got jokes. Oh, Inga, aren't you just a hoot? Dana, I have the paid version of Busu. All right, Dana, nice. Um, the best thing I can do is honestly find a German man. That's the real truth. I have heard finding German men is difficult. I have not myself searched. Uh, there's an app you said to grab coffee with Germans. I said I I think I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I would just put it on. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> May, there, must, there must be something like that. Like tandem. Search like tandem partner. I think tandem partner. There must be a website or an app for that. Let's see here. Uh, La Surivas says, I learned German with the classes from the government. I had to do it in order to keep my visa. Well, when you're forced to do something, you're most likely going to do a, a good job or you're going to finish it. Uh, you should definitely dive into Swabian from the Swabian Jura. Top three of not understandable dialects. Not my cup of tea. Leela, yeah, the Döner one. Uh, Inga von Schneider says, Kebab makes more beautiful. Not sure if I understand that one. Uh, Leela, hello there. Um, let's see. Dana says, Döner is not the best German food. It's Maultauschen. <laughs> uh, Rapunzelista says, Döner was invented in Germany. Turkish people from Turkey do not know this food. Well, then I'm an idiot. See, I'm telling you guys, if you come to me, you learn nothing. Uh, TNT, are you playing any shows in or near Vienna? I think I already answered that. Not booked currently, but trying to make some things happen later this year. Oh, I did it again, man. I pressed one button and like a million comments shot up. Oh, there's so many Inga von Schneider things here. God damn it. Um, TNT, are you playing any shows? No, okay, here's where I was. Dana, I forced 
to get myself a haircut last week, 100% in German and almost had a heart attack. Good for you, Dana. Good for you, Dana. Nice. You, I mean, and women too, especially, I, mean, I don't, I can't see. Uh, women especially too have to describe haircuts way more, with way more detail than men do. I mean, that's crazy. So good for you. That's really awesome, actually. Uh, Inga says, da, 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 da. she responds to someone else. Greetings from Hamburg. I'm from Chile, so I don't know what I'm doing here speaking English. That's actually kind of hilarious. That's kind of hilarious. Uh, B1s, congrats. Thank you, Dana. Suska, you're still funny. Thanks for your videos. Thank you for watching them. Thanks for watching my videos. Thank you for sharing my videos. Thanks for being in the live. Um, it's really awesome. So thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, Dana, I got to see one in French and got French nationality. Then Dana, what are you doing with German? Get out of here. Inga von Schneider, Prince, how was the athlete's foot doing? It wasn't really athlete's foot. But I never went back to a dermatologist after the shit show that I went through, so still there. Treating it myself. Uh, hello from Philippines, but in Germany. Why do you live in Bavaria? Why is everyone so sick and stuffy? Oh, my what a loaded question. Oh, my God. Uh, Deutsche Mann, that's a name. I have my B1 exam on April 20th. January, February, March, April. On 420? Bro, on 420, you've got your B1 exam? Oh, bro. How can I improve my hearing and speaking? Talking to Germans. How is your name pronounced? Are you making a little reference to a How to Germ video that I did? If you're not, it's called Jordan. Uh, TNT, have you been to Wien? Thoughts on the city? I have one time. I had a lot of fun. It was very beautiful. Nice people. What's happening in Chu? Says, hey there, I love your beanie. Thank you very much. Stephanie, Harrison Star. Oh! Stephanie Gross used to make me coffee at the Harrison Starbucks in New Orleans. Oh my God. What a blast from the past. That's incredible. It used to be Brutlag, which is German. The Harrison Starbucks, of course. Oh my God. Glad to see you're doing well, Stephanie. Wow, that's really cool. Man, what a blast from the past. Um, Dana, guys, most white Americans are part German, even myself. I have ancestry from Stuttgart. Uh, Cabin, I think you look like 1980s America. I must say, uh, for those who might think this is the way I always look, my hair is extremely long, and I have long, weird sideburns like from the 70s, and an extra long mustache for a movie that I'm working on. I don't always look this trashy. I look trashy, and I have a mustache most of my life, but this extra, this is extra, a little extra. Uh, Junia questions. Can you share a memory of a time you embarrassed yourself while trying to speak German? Mm, I mean, that's just like everyday life, right? I mean, there's, let me think of a good moment where I embarrassed myself speaking German. Um, well, for example, uh, I moved into a new place here and there was somebody who was working on the floors. Uh, and what I did 
to, what I knew that I had to ask this person was two questions, and I knew that they were yes or no questions, and I anticipated that he would not add anything else to that conversation, but I was wrong. So I went up to him, and I had my phone, and I had my pre-written questions out, and I literally practiced to myself. I was like, like, what did, yeah, I was like, hi, hello, servus, or whatever, and I was like, uh, how's it going, you know, like, Lois, you know, like, is it working, is it going? They're like, yeah, yeah, okay, it's good, it's good. It's like, nice, nice. And then I was like, so you think you guys are going to be finished today? You know, will you be finished today? Very simple question. Yeah, yeah, I was like, cool. I asked my questions in German. They responded. I'm good to go. And as I was turning around, the guy asked something completely in dialect, you know, something like, he. Or whatever, you know, some thing. And I just, you know, I do this thing. When someone asks me something in German, I immediately do this pause thing where I'm like, uh, and like I'm trying to think of the answer, but I'm really replaying the question in my head. I'm like, oh, um, but if I don't remember, if I just can't place the words back in my head, then I'm just standing there for a long time. And I remember he asked it and I went, um, and he went, hello, hello, you know, and I was so embarrassed. And then I just, I had to break and I was like, Entschuldigung, like, ich habe dich nicht verstanden, ich kann nicht so gut Deutsch, you know, I had to do like, ich kann nicht so gut Deutsch, like, bitte, kannst du English sprechen, bitte, können wir auf English reden, bitte, God, that was embarrassing. And he wasn't happy about it. Uh, and uh, got a little annoyed. And he was like, oh, du kannst kein Deutsch. Ugh. Like I tricked him, you know, like I tricked him. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> anyway, he's dead now. No, <laughs> he's not dead. Maybe, I don't know. Fat guy. So many things here. You only have a limited number of characters or messages. I just wanted to say I love your content. Thank you, JK Art. That's very sweet. Thank you for watching. Uh, Uber Uber says hello. Hello. Jasmine Schmidt, is there anything in Germany that's like in America? I mean, Germany is a very westernized country. I mean, a lot of things are the same. The only thing that's really, the only thing that's really different between Germany and America is that uh, Germany separates their stores. So you have your drogery marked to get your toothpaste and your floor cleaners <laughs> and your laundry detergent. And then you have your... Um, then you have your grocery stores and then you have your pharmacies and in America you can get all that in one store that's the big difference there um, guys I think I have to wrap this up already but thank you for being on the live guys I've had a lot of fun talking with you today I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody's messages uh, thank you for the nice words thanks for hanging out today thanks for the likes um, The this episode of the podcast which I didn't even get to talk about everything on here, but uh, this episode of the podcast comes out Thursdays on all platforms. The podcast is called Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, there should be a new video out uh, every day. So thanks a lot and mwah, much love, guys. Thanks. All right, guys, the live TikTok session is now over and I'll just end today's episode with a few things. Uh, it's the last week here of the movie. So it's been a lovely time. 
And next week, I'm out of breath because I had to run upstairs and answer the door because I thought there was a package, but then I just don't want to lie and be like holding my breath the whole time. Anyway, anyway, it's the last week of the movie. It's been an amazing experience. Uh, Probably next week, I'll be able to tell you a little more about the final days. And um, then Sunday, we leave for America. And I'm very excited about that. We're going to start in New Orleans. A friend of mine's getting married going to be a big party a lot of time get to see my mom i'm excited about that uh and spend a few weeks in the states back home um my brother asked me to help him with like a beginner's guide to setting up his own podcast and i love moments where i can feel helpful to him because he's been so helpful to me my whole life and like i love that so i sent him something today uh, I did a song for, um, my friend David's a composer and I sang a song that's really sweet and simple for this movie. It's actually the German version of this, uh, this, the, the franchise is Lassie, the dog, and there's a movie coming out and I sang this cute little song. And then he was like, oh, I need someone to do like a German version of, <laughs> of not, not German. Sorry. Uh, I did a song with him and then, uh, I, let me see what he if he sent it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did a sweet song, like a sweet little song, and then he's like, "Can you do like this metal one?" And we, oh God, and we did this. Just lovely, just lovely. Yeah, that's me. And uh, last but not least, guys, uh, Dumont Dumont, the indie record label that I've signed a contract with, ha- is pushing the song James this week. So if you want to take a little revisit to the 12 Songs for 12 Friends album, James is the song we're pushing right now. It's got some good reviews out and some nice playlisting. Uh, and I'm going to be releasing some video content uh, of the old House Concert video I did with the two girls, Carmina and Henny, singing harmony with me. So... Uh, a lot of good stuff going on. Guys, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you had fun, please go wherever you listen to this podcast. Give it a rating, review, a comment, share it, tell a friend. Whisper kisses of the name of this to someone that you care about who you think might enjoy it. If you like my videos or you like anything I do, please um, let's grow the Artsy Fartsy family. It means a lot, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Look out, baby. The saints are coming through And it's all over now, baby blue Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Badscheider, produziert für M94.5.